take your Bibles, the book of Genesis. Genesis 15. Are you there? From this one. Out of these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield, and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless? And the shield of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, to me you have given me seed. And Lord, one born in my house is my ear. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be your heir, but he that shall come forth out of your own bowels shall be your heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven, and toward the stars, if you be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted to him for righteousness. Verse 12. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, an, an horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall save them, and they shall flick them for 400 years. Now, I want to share to you this, but I want to, to, to repeat something here. And the Bible says from verse 6, or from verse 5, And he brought him forth abroad, or he brought him out of the tent, and he said, Look now toward heaven, and toward the stars, if you'll be able to number them. And the Bible says, And Abraham counted the stars. And he said, are you able to number them? And he said, I cannot number them. And God said, that's how your seed shall be. Verse 12 says, when the sun was going down, which means, what was the time where you were seeing the stars? It was during the day. Now, if you go out right now and look in the sky, you will not see stars because during the day. But Abram, by faith, he was seeing the stars. God said, look up and count the stars. But it was during the day. Verse 12 says, when he, the sun was setting, he fell asleep. Meaning to say, all these activities were happening during the day. He saw the stars during the day. And you cannot see stars during the day, but he saw the stars during the day. And the Bible says, and he asked God, how is it going to happen? Because I don't have a child. The child I have is not mine, it's from Damascus. And the Bible says, and God said, you are not going to, the blessing is not going to go to the child which you have from somewhere. The blessing is going to, have to come to a child of your own. And God gave me a message that there is a level where you must reach. Where you must pass a blessing to your own. You want to hear what I'm trying to say? 
The Bible says, he said, how is it going to happen? Because I don't have a child of my own. The work you are working is not your own job. Some of you, what you have is not your own thing. The cars you are driving, they are not your own cars. Time has come where God is going to give you your own business, your own company, your own job, your own finances, your own cars. But the Bible says, and God said, this teaching where I'm going to take you now, I want you understanding very clearly. Because it's going to involve some deep stuff. The Bible says, and God said, you are going to have your own. I don't know if you have got your own thing that you do that is blessed. But the Bible says, you are going to have your own. Say my own. Say my own company. My own business. My own finances. Not the one from Damascus. The Bible says, not the one from Damascus, Eliezer. You are going to have a child of your own. Now, get this information. We have got so many people who are blessed by God. But how many are able to take that blessing, to pass it through their own situations? The bones of Elisha could not raise him up from his death. But the bones of Elisha were able to raise others. Yet he is dead. And there are some of you are such wise, very wise. You are able to save companies and projects, yet you can't save your own. Today, there shall be a turn around in the name of Jesus. I say today, there shall be a turn around in the name of Jesus. You are so able, very good to do for other things. Today, you should reach a level where you can pass your own wisdom. Am I talking to somebody right here? To your own things. But we have got a problem where people, they want to pass a blessing. Where do your blessing go? And how do you use your blessing? If I bless you today, I say I bless you in Jesus' name. How do you use a blessing? And how do you pass it? Because to receive a blessing is very easy. But to pass the blessing that you have received, I can give you the anointing right now. But you have to take the anointing and use it. That's a problem. I'm going to demonstrate right now. Just now. Alright? I'm going to demonstrate right now. Stand up. You stand up there. Go and greet him. Just say, how are you? And he's going to answer you. Alright? Give, give a microphone. Say, how are you? How are you, sir? My name's you. Right. I sent him to go and greet. Right? Come here. Come here. Now, he didn't pass. He didn't transfer the authority I sent him. I can't say as big as I am, the whole of me. I can't say go and greet that person. The person remains the same. Something must happen to his finances, to his life. And the Holy Spirit must touch him. Now, I'm going to send him again. Right? With authority. Hold my hand. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. Stand up. Go and greet him again. So what will happen? Yes, How are you? Fine. 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 <laughs> 
Have you seen that? If you come to church every Sunday, I always declare things to you. When you get a declaration, do you make it come to pass? The problem is you get a blessing, but you fail to pass it on. He got the mandate. Go and greet him. That man, you'll never be the same again from today. He got a command. Go and greet him. And he went to greet the same way every Sunday I am busy here. Receive your blessing. I receive. Receive your job. I receive. Receive your breakthrough. I receive. But at the end of the day, it's not a breakthrough, but a broke through. Why? Because you fail to pass the blessing. If you get a blessing in church, you must reach a level where you must get that blessing of taking in the church over your finances. When you go back home, you must say, no, 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 no. The prophet today announced as a priest, he announced the blessing over my life. My life, he said, will never be the same again. Why am I the same? I refuse to remain the same because my priest that God has given me announced the blessing over my life. So you reach a level where you begin to pass on the blessing. God is not a fool. When God set people over you spiritually, he made them have authority. Am I talking to somebody right here? He made them to have authority over you. And every word they speak over your life shall come to pass. But what's happening? Most Christians, you come to church, you get a blessing, you get the anointing, but how do you use it? The only problem we have is for you to pass on the blessing. The only problem we have with you is for you to pass, to give the blessing. I can bless you today and say from today, you'll never be the same again. But what will happen? you remain the same. Because you don't know how to take the blessing and use it for your own life. There is no any way you can meet a prophet just even meeting him. Even looking at him and you remain the same. There is no any way he can greet you. There is no any way. The Bible says in the first uh, 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 Samuel chapter 10 from the 6. The Bible says you shall meet a company of prophets. The moment you shall meet a company of prophets. They shall not even greet you. But the fact that you shall meet them. Your life shall be changed to a different person. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you in power. You shall prophesy with them. The Bible says, whatsoever you want to go and do from that day, go and do, for God shall be with you. I prophesy, the fact that today you are seeing me on the front, the fact that today you are under my, my, my voice, your life shall be changed. Your life shall be changed. Somebody shall receive in the name of Jesus. Somebody shall receive in the name of Jesus. Now, get this. So I hear you, prophet. Why do we have Christians who are stagnant? Having a such powerful ministry like this, where people, they come on stretchers and raise them up. Having a powerful ministry like this, where we see God falling in our service. God sends God dust, falling oil, appears in people's hands. If I decree a word, people, women, they begin to give birth. Those who are barren, they, they, they begin to, to conceive. Yet your situation is still the same. And yet your situation, which is very simple, financial breakthrough is still the same. 
What is difficult between a blind person and a financial breakthrough? You will see blind people coming here, blind, completely blind. And I pray for them immediately, not tomorrow, the same time, their eyes, they open in this church. Immediately, they are not, I'm not talking about, I'm seeing, I'm talking about the people who are completely blind. When I touch the eyes, the eyes open. What is your problem? You. What is your problem that are passing through that God cannot solve? We see big things here. So we have seen dead people rising in this church. Praying for them at your eyes, seeing. And some of you were then crossroads and some of you were then. Seeing a dead person coming to life while you are watching like this as I pray. What is your situation? The only problem we have, it is you don't understand how to pass a blessing. If I give you a blessing, you must learn how to take that blessing over your job, over your finances, over your marriage, over your relationship, over your boyfriend, over your girlfriend, over your husband, over your wife. If I stand and I decree and I say in Jesus' name, you are free. Are you able to take the freedom and pass it? Because the problem we have with the people is not teaching. It's not prayer. It's about how do we use what we receive. Today, I stand as an oracle of God. I prophesy over your life. Everything that was not changing is going to change. I decree from today, there shall be a revival over your spiritual life. I decree as a priest of God, change is happening right now. Transformation is taking place right now. I stand on my altar. I speak as a prophet in a prophetic office. Whatsoever you are passing through shall receive life in the name of Jesus. Life in the name of Jesus. Life in the name of Jesus. Now sit down. Let me tell you something. God, the Bible says, and God said, Abraham, by then his name was not Abraham. Abraham, you are going to have something of your own. And Abraham said, how? And even if I have it, who would take it after that? And God said, you are going to have your own child. Now, I told you, Abraham was a man of faith. Moses was not. The difference between faith and the knowing is Abraham and Moses. Moses was not a man of faith. Faith, it's believing what you have not seen or heard. It is moving in the realm of the unseen. Faith is not a substance of things hoped for. That is a definition of a type of faith. There are kinds of faith. There is little faith. Jesus said, you of little faith. There is big faith. The Bible says, if you have little faith, like a seed of mustard, you plant it, it grows in the bigger plant. So I've got big faith. Jesus said, I have never seen a woman of great faith like you. We have great faith. 
James says, faith without works is dead. We have dead faith. All their names are called what? Faith. We have poor faith. Jesus said in the boat, you of poor faith. We have poor faith. Romans 4, 17 says what? Abraham did not stagger through unbelief. He was strong in faith. We have what you call what? Strong faith. Hebrews 11 says what? Now faith is a substance. We have what you call now faith. So, the Bible says now faith is a substance. It does not say faith is a substance. It says now faith. It explains another type of faith, which is called the now faith. The now faith, it is the faith that a person, when he has received, he does not receive miracles tomorrow. He takes miracles now. That's what's called now faith. So the Bible says now faith, and it continues, is a substance of things hoped for. It is a definition of a kind or a type of faith. It's not a definition of the word faith. Are you hearing me? So faith, it is believing what God says I am, I am. What God says I have, I have. And what God says I will be, I will be. It is moving in the unseen realm with confidence and hope. That's faith. But Moses was not using faith. Faith is used by people who have not seen it. You have not seen God. That's why you must believe it. He is. That's what the Bible says what? In Hebrews 11 verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because those He is a rewarder of those who seek him with a diligent heart. So faith, every person, talking about every person who has faith, he believes what he hasn't seen. He moves in things he hasn't seen. That's faith. So you believe in what you don't know. Hello? You move in what you don't you don't know. You touch what you don't know. But by faith. So Moses did not use faith. Moses, he saw the back of God. Moses, he could see the cloud of God. And Moses, listen, I told you, Abraham went out and saw stars by what? By faith. But with Moses, God spoke to him face to face. So Moses moved from the level of believing, he reached a level of knowing. You're not hearing me. There are some who operate under faith, and there are some who operate under knowing. And that knowing is not called knowing, it's called knowledge. You are not hearing what I'm trying to say. So there are some who are using faith, and there are some who are using knowledge. So knowledge is used by the mature. Faith is used by those people who are supposed to believe. Ay, 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 ay. Where I am today, I'm not supposed to believe there is God. I know there is God. 
Are you only hearing me? I'm not supposed to believe I'll be healed. I know I'll be healed. So it's no longer faith. It's what? Knowledge. Now the Bible says my people are perishing because they don't like faith. Not because they're lacking faith. My people are perishing because they lack what? Knowledge. You can have faith without knowledge is nothing. So Moses, he knew. That's why there's no anywhere written in the Bible that everyone having faith is a descendant of Moses. Yet Moses, you are hearing me, performed more miracles. He did many things than Abraham. But there's no anywhere where it says, you know, if you believe like Moses. No, it's only one in the book of uh, Hebrews where it says, by faith, Abraham chose to suffer with the people of God rather than enjoying the pleasures of sin. Are you hearing me? Just say, by faith, he did that. But Moses moved on the mountains. He was a man who God could pass. He was a man who could see God and God could show him his back. He was a man who knew that there is God and God works in these dimensions. Now, he was no longer using faith. He was using what? Knowledge. Now, the Bible says what? Those who know they are God. Not who believe. Uh-uh. But those who know they are God shall do more exploits. Are you hearing me? Those who know they are God shall do more express. So faith is not a bad thing. Jesus said, Thomas, you believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who even though they have not seen me, yet they believe. So faith it is to those who have not seen, but they must believe that it is there. Knowledge, it is to those to, to the people who they have seen it. I'm telling you, you have not seen the goodness of God. There's a day, and that day is today. Where God, listen, where God will begin to visit your finances, will begin to visit your spiritual life, and you are going to say, I know there is God. Ay, 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 ay. God who can change the mind of Nebuchadnezzar. God, who can change the mind of every king? God, who can change the mind of Pharaoh? Is the same God who will change your situation in the name of Jesus. If, now listen, ever heard somebody saying, I have seen God. Oh yeah, I didn't know I'll be picked for this job. Oh my God, I have seen God. How many ever saw that? I mean, how many ever heard somebody saying like that? That does not mean the person have seen him physically. He has seen him through an activity. You shall see God from today. Whether through a miracle he will perform in your life. But it shall make you realize that God is alive. You have not yet seen God in your life. You just believe in him. Time has come that you must see him. As I stand today, I can tell you that me, I have seen God. Because I know where I'm coming from. I know by within a few years what God has done through me. I can stand and tell you that me, I have seen God. Because where there was no way, he made a way. Where everyone rejected me, he accepted me. Where everyone spoke evil of me, he spoke good of me. Where everyone looked me down, he looked me up. 
I have seen the Lord. And I can tell you, I have seen. May you see God in the name of Jesus. Now, when you reach the level of knowledge, somebody say knowledge. When you reach a level of knowledge, it's a, a level where you can pass on a blessing. Because Abraham did not know. He did not see God. That's why he said, how would I take the blessing and pass it? Because I don't have a child. And God said, no, 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 no. You have a child. Am I talking to somebody right here? You are going to have a child of your own. You are going to have finances of your own. That I mean, even demons are grabbing that I mean. Now, this is a level where you have got the, the knowledge. Say, say the knowledge. Say the knowledge. Now, Abraham got it. But listen to me. Abraham lived with that prophecy for so many years without a child. In Hebrews chapter 7, that's where the Bible tells us what he did for the prophecy to come to pass. And for him to pass that blessing to someone. The Bible says in Abraham met a man called Mexedek. And the word Mexedek means king of righteousness. And the Bible says and in, 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 in Genesis chapter 16, it says, and it was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. It was what? Accounted for Abraham. I mean to Abraham for what? For righteousness. Alright. He, he has the righteousness by faith. But then he needed someone who was not just having righteousness, but he was a king of what? Righteousness. You're not hearing me. So Abraham got the blessing. But then the blessing was not complete until he met somebody who, who, who was more than him. And the Bible says, and he took his tithe. He went to Mexedek and he gave his tithe to Mexedek. Listen. Within two months, the day he gave his tithe, his prophecy came to pass. His wife became pregnant. Ah, you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. That's why it says faith without works is dead. Abraham had faith for all the years, 40 years. He lived believing until he got 99 years. He met the king of Salem. His name was Mexedek. And when he gave his tithe, the Bible says immediately his wife became pregnant. Do you know why? The Bible says in Hebrews 7, it says, no, make no any mistake about this. The lesser is blessed by the greater. Turn about not making no any mistake. Turn about make no any mistake. The lesser is blessed by the greater. The Bible says the lesser is blessed by the greater. Now, look at yourself. You find out that around you, you are the greater. You are great than the finances. You are great than the job itself. You are great than the business. 
It is the greater that can bless the lesser. The job you want to have is in your responsibility. When you come, I feel like you're not hearing what I'm trying to say. Abraham, he knew I will have a blessing. For me to have a child, it is my responsibility to declare a child. But listen to this. He also needed someone who was greater than him. I don't know where you submit to. I don't know who fathers you. I don't know who is under the authority over your life. But you need to have someone who carries a higher authority, who has a higher position spiritually than you. It's a person who can pass on a blessing over your life. And when you get the blessing, you can also pass over that blessing to your finances, to your job, to your career, to your business, to your marriage, to your relationship. Take it in the name of Jesus. Turn about the greater can bless the lesser. Turn about today. I will receive my invitation. Say today. I will receive my blessing. I'll pass on my blessing to everything around me. Now let me teach you, let me finish by this. Every anointing, I mean every blessing is anointed. The word blessing means seven things. If I say, God bless you, I mean seven things. I mean, God be with you. I mean, God heal you. I mean, God protect you. I mean, God increase you. I mean, God cover you. I mean, there are seven things when I say, I'm blessed. I mean, seven things. I am not sick. I am not poor. I am protected, I am covered, I am delivered. Now, I feel like nobody's getting on how to say here. So when I say be blessed, I don't mean just a blessing. I mean seven things. You cannot say you are blessed, yet you are sick. You cannot say you are blessed, yet you are poor. You cannot say you are blessed, that something is happening around your life. You are not yet blessed. You need someone who is greater than you. To pass on the blessing over your life. So that you also can pass the blessing over everything around you. That's why every blessing that the fathers in Old Testament passed to their sons. Their sons also passed to their sons. That's why Abraham passed the blessing to Isaac. Isaac passed the blessing to Jacob. And Jacob passed the blessing to his two children. Manasseh, I mean to, to his grandchildren. Manasseh and who? Ephraim. Why? Because the blessing is supposed to be passed from one person who is greater to another person. I feel like you're not hearing me. You find some of you, you don't even have the relationship with God. You, you can't even hear. Just the wind. Just the wind of heaven. You can't hear it. But you find out in you, you say, me, I don't need a prophet for what? The Bible says everyone, he ever can pray to God, they can listen. Listen to me. Make no any mistake. The Bible says, respect authority. Respect authority. There are people who God has put over your life to father you and mentor you, to raise you and give you grace. There was no any way, God, if he said everyone can get the blessing on his own, there was no any way God could use Jacob to bless there was no way God could use Moses 
to pass the, I mean, to give the anointing to Joshua and the 70 people. There was no any way God could take the anointing through Elijah and give Elisha. If the anointing could come on your own, God believes in passing the anointing through people who are greater than you. And he is expecting you. Uh, I feel like nobody's getting this. Say, so hear you, prophet. Say, so hear you, prophet. I receive my blessing and I pass it on to everything around me. Why is it that whatever you do in your life is not prospering? Why? Because you don't respect authority. Why is it that whatever you touch in your life, you are not achieving? It's because you don't recognize authority. The day you will know that God has put this man as my priest, he speaks over my life, your life will never be the same. The day, not, not just knowing, I, am, I mean, the day you begin to know and take serious every word. I have seen most of them when I'm giving declarations here. There are few people who write those declarations, and many are used. They say, ah, me, I hear once. They're used. If I come here, they'll kneel down. But they're just kneeling with their knees, not with their hearts. I can't even say, come here, come, come, come. They will show respect as if I'm their father. But they will show it physically. Not from the heart. God is not a respecter of persons. He's only a respecter of those who fear him. God was not a fool to bring you here if he knew your problem would not go out. God was not a fool to give you me to your life if he knew that your problem would not be solved out. God, he said, I have given you a prophet and by him, I will use him. Your problem will be over. He is not a respecter of persons, but he respects those who fear him. The Bible says that God, he respects people who respect him. He confines his secrets to them that fear him. Out of all men of God, the whole nation and the whole, and the whole world, why did God give you a connection to me? Because God knew that your blessing will be passed on through this place. And we have got people who they know and they don't even know why they're here. All they do is they come here every Sunday and they go back home because they don't realize that his name is God. God is not a fool to bring you here. God has a divine assignment over your life. And the assignment is not yet established. The day you realize that God has brought me with an assignment. Don't be people who have got no any value in life. God thought of you. He thought of you. You may not know the fact that the revelation has not been given to other people about your prophets it's not their prophets it is your prophet the Bible says what every hidden thing belongs to who to God whatsoever has been revealed belongs to us so there are people who 
our ministry has not been revealed to them. But to whom it has been revealed belongs to him. The Bible says whatsoever is hidden belongs to God. Whatsoever has been revealed belongs to us. So to those that is hidden, it is not for them. But for those that has been revealed too, it belongs to them. I don't know whether you know me. By revelation, or you know me, because someone just told you this prophet Brishini. And I would wish you know that it's not only me standing here. This church, whether I'm on the pulpit or not, but there is God who set this church. And the same God is working 24 hours and is monitoring every son and every daughter over my ministry in the name of Jesus. And that the same God, that's the problem we have. We have got sons and daughters who they call themselves daughters and sons, but they're carrying a sword within. And all they want to do is to destroy. But time has come, the Lord will expose them. Time has come, God will expose them. By fire, by thunder. Everyone carrying a sword within. God shall expose you in Jesus' name. Whether you come kneeling down or whether how you come to respect. But as long as there's a sword within you, God shall expose you in Jesus' name. Listen, can I go ahead? This man, Joab, carrying a sword inside. And he's putting a robe as a priest. There are people that come to you and they smile at you. They're carrying a sword within them. I'm telling you the truth. I prophesy. You'll be a blessing son, a blessing daughter. God shall use you as a blessing, not as a case. You must realize where your altar is. You don't have many altars. You have got one altar that God gives every man. Where when you want a blessing, you go and consult and get your blessing and go home. But I've got many people who they don't even know. Listen to this. A blessing is supposed to be passed. But then you must realize who is blessing me. Is he blessed? There's no any way someone who is not blessed. You, you can't go to which doctor. In fact, he's putting rags. He's, sit, he's sleeping in a small house. And you say, I'm going to get the money for with. It is the greater who can bless the lesser. Yet in this place, you are better and he is lesser. If you give him, and he will tell you, bring a cow. If you give him a cow, and your things begin to move, it's not because of his charm, but because God is considering you as giving you a poor person. You're not hearing me. Hey, the charm is very powerful. Things are changing. No, God has answered you because of giving a poor person. I wish to talk one of the poor people. God has answered me. No. You have given a poor person. 
because in the time of ignorance, God overlooked. There are some things that God knows. He said, we should talk to him because he wants, but because he's ignorant. And the most witch doctors were supposed to be prophets. But the devil took hold of them. And he gave them a separate source. Which, was, which, which, which is not the Holy Spirit. Every person who prophesies, apart from the Holy Spirit being the source, is a witch doctor. And every person who prays, who can prophesy, without centering on Christ as our Lord and Savior. His ministry is questionable. So you, all of you here, every day I tell you, receive a blessing. But when you receive a blessing, what do you do? Because a blessing does not come to you for you to make, just to, to say, I receive a blessing comes to you so that when you receive it, you can pass it to others. A blessing comes so that after receiving it, you can make it work over your finances. Don't say receive in church and home you begin to cry. Even when you go back to your house, begin to claim today the prophet prophesied. Last week he prophesied. He said, the trouble is over. And I stand on his word. And by his word, it shall come to pass. Because I'm passing on the blessing which he passed on over my life. The Bible says, when Jesus said to Peter, cast your net over the deep waters. He said, at your word, I'm going to do it. Because my own, I did it and I failed. But because you have spoken a word, I will do it according to your word. But we have got so many Christians in church who I prophesy over them, who I declare things over them. But when they go back home, they don't take the declaration and the word over the situation. And they wonder things are not changing in their life. They say, I don't know why it's happening. People are getting healed. People are getting blessed. But what is happening with me? My brother, my sister, the thing is simple. God is looking at you and one day he will judge you. He says, I sent a prophet and spoke over you. He said from today, your trouble is over. Yet you are still suffering. God is going to judge you because you took the word of his word prophet for granted. God will judge you because whatsoever he, the prophet spoke over your life, you didn't take it serious. Guess what? The Bible says, if a prophet shall speak a word and you don't listen to it, I, the Lord, will take you accountable for it. Huh? Who has spoken? The prophet. Who is going to take you responsible? Oh my God, oh my God, what is happening? What's in the mathematics? If a prophet shall speak a word, and it's a prophet, if a prophet shall speak a word, if a prophet shall what? And you shall not take that word what? Serious. I, God. I, which means a prophet stands on God's behalf. Why is it a prophet is speaking? But time of acting, it's not a prophet, it's God. I can tell you today, I can say to you, tomorrow fast and pray. And you tomorrow you are eating. 
Do you know what will happen? Not me will judge you. The Bible says, I, God, I, God, even if I tell you something that is not the God who has spoken, but because I'm a prophet, God defends the word of his prophets. Even if I can choose to say tomorrow, buy a car, going to back in my ways will make you buy a car. Because a prophet has the power. You are not hearing me at all. I know, I know, I know, I know. That's why people were, were going to, to those prophets in those days. And they said to them, speak a word and everything will be okay. And they were speaking words, even if God hasn't spoken. Go, you'll find a child healed. Speak a word. Because no matter what, as long as you are divinely connected and of the power of heaven, every word you speak shall come to pass. I decree today to everyone who wants to buy a car. No, no, no. I am not ministering in a church that is poor. I'm ministering to people who wants to become rich. No, 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 no. I'm not joking about this. I decree 44 people by February Mathens, you shall drive a car. I'm tired of seeing Corolla downstairs. I decree a Mercedes Benz over your life. I decree. I see in the realm of the spirits. 17 people. By next year, June, you shall receive international business. I decree and I declare. There are 12 people I see in this place. God shall use your might. God shall use your might. I see four people in this room. They shall become MPs next year. I feel like I'm talking to myself right here. I prophesy over your life. Everything you shall do next year. Every business you shall do. You have been doing businesses. But there was no any person. Who spoke a blessing over your business? Today, I release a blessing as a priest. Over your business. In the name of Jesus. I stand as a man of God. I decree a blessing today. Something good is going to happen to you. And something powerful is going to happen to you. A change will come into your life. A change will come into your life. A change will come into your life. The Bible says, Neither your words shall fall on the ground. Whatsoever you shall decree, it shall come to pass. I decree over your life. I decree over your life. A change is taking place right now. <laughs> 